0: Welcome back to Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists. Boy, do we have a panel for you today! Industries
1: screenwriting experts. A panel of new voices in Hollywood. The costumes
2: are a character.
1: Fuck, Mary, Kill. Wide shot, two shot, close up.
2: This is Artists on
0: Artists.
1: On Artists. On Artists. Do you
0: know why they call it show business? I always wondered that. Welcome back to Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists. Now, On this podcast, we bring together roundtables of artists in the film and occasionally theater world. But who are the people who train those artists?
1: High school theater teachers are the backbone of the industry for every kid who wishes (laughs) to be anywhere else but in high school. So we found four of the most beloved high school theater teachers across the country, thanks to student submissions and we brought them into our studio.
2: Hollywood is built off of a bunch of frickin' theater kids. So please, sit with us as we honor the titans that shaped those kids.
3: Now pay attention in class, no sleeping, and
1: let's listen in. (laughs) It's so nice to meet all you guys. It's been really... uh, cool to uh, be in with some other. It's
0: wonderful to meet other theater teachers.
1: (laughs) It certainly is. It
3: is so lovely. I would say I am excited. I am encouraged. I am envious of all of you and your abilities to grab students.
0: Well, let's name it. Let's name it. Let's. Well, first, let's start with a breath, right?
2: Let's take it in and up and out. Hum oh. and a hum and a hum Now hum let's hum do it again hum 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 and hum hold hum for hum. five at top. Alright. Great. Hold for five and think of gratitude. Here we go. Great. One, two, release. Oh.
0: Can ma, we ma, just ma, get into ma, our ma, breath? Ma, yeah, I know you guys
1: doing this a little bit. Can we do yes. the ha, ha ma together? Ha, yes, ha, of course. Ma. Just really get into that core. Stimulating your solar ha, ha, plexus. Ha, yeah. Ha, okay. Ha, and breathe in. And then can you do the yes, five? Yes, of course. Yes, of course. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha
2: ha. Ma, Ma. two households, both alike in dignity, in Fair Verona, where we lay our scene. (gasps) Something something was unleashed. Yes, something Something was unleashed. unleashed. I use her to open up two Mm -hmm. households in Fair Verona, where we lay our scene. That
0: is wonderful. I would love to name the fellow artists I'm sharing the table with. Could we go around one by one and reveal to them our artist's name? (laughs) Yes. Sure.
3: I would love to. I am Nancy Rousseau, and I am a theater teacher. I teach theater, Shakespeare, and the Great American Novel at an all-boys Catholic school in Los Angeles.
0: My name is Holly McDougall. I've been a theater teacher at Eagle Rock High School for 33 amazing years.
1: Uh, my name is Cody Brick. I am an acting, uh, well, I guess high school theater teacher. Um, <laughs> I've been teaching in Duncanville High School in Duncanville, Texas, for seven years now. Uh, before that, I spent a little bit time, uh, sorry, before that, I spent a little bit of time in New York City uh, where I tried the acting thing. It didn't quite work out, but um, I'm happy to be here now.
2: Your eyes are incredible.
1: Oh,
3: thanks. Yes, I will also say your eyes. Oh,
1: Cody, guys. in
0: your eyes, I see the eyes of a real New York actor.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, once upon a time, I guess, but uh, things kind of <laughs> didn't, you know, it, it didn't kind of end up being what happened for me, but oh. I'm, I'm really excited to be teaching theater, and it, it's, it's really nice, you know, to be around other artists. Um, so... It, yeah, we don't have to, we don't have to talk about that. But. My lord.
2: Well, I'm Miss Ribbon, but my kids call me Miss Cheetah because there is not an a a day where my outfit doesn't have a little bit of cheat print.
0: I that love that.
2: Is That's fun. so you fun are
0: your own animal work character yeah. study. Oh well, of course you're wearing the zoo on your body. Yes, you are. You are just such a little cute
2: little nugget, aren't quick, you? Quick,
3: quick, quick, everyone. Turn away, and then give me an emotion when you turn back. Oh. And go. Oh, I'm seeing good stuff. You look perplexed.
0: Yes, my emotion was
2: confusion.
3: And you, Miss Ribbon or Miss Cheetah?
2: My emotion? Hungry. <gasps> it reads like
1: a book. And Cody... Uh, I I tried to go a little more internal. I tried to teach kind of more subtle movements. And and so I went ahead and I I went with
0: Stanislavski. Oh, hello to you, sir.
1: A Chekhov man. Yeah, I, I did a little bit of that. I, I studied at uh, the Meisner School. The, the School and, of Naturalism. Uh, sure, yeah, yeah. Great American naturalism. You guys are really sweet. You guys are oh, really... Well, I you. feel really good being around you guys.
0: I love being in a room with other theater educators. Definitely, Because it seems yeah. as though we've all put our director's hat on. We are... Creating artists even though
2: we already
0: are. And artists. can I say
2: something? Can I relinquish our requirement to direct each other? Can I relinquish that right now? <sighs> Could I throw it to the side? Yes, let's take off <clears throat> our theatre. Throw it cap to the side. And, and I wanna say put this your yes. artists can. And I wanna say that you you are enough. Let's just show up and be oh, present nice. with one another. Yeah. Yeah. I see you right here and I see you right here. And we are present with one another and that and therefore we are enough. Take a big deep breath with me and release. (sighs)
1: And and I would also like to maybe encourage into the space the idea that we don't have to be teaching each other anything. Mm. You know, we are speaking to each other as colleagues. And, you know, I I, I would love to learn from you guys. You guys seem really, uh, really experienced in the world of teaching theater i mean you
2: do too myself
1: oh i'm getting there i'm getting there uh, i'm enjoying it but i'm getting there what, what are your programs like i'd love to hear the kind of support yes. you're getting from the districts i'd love to hear what kind of shows you do thank you thank you cody
3: for
0: such a fantastic yes Thank you, Cody. You guys
1: can call me Brick. Everyone calls me just Brick. Brick? Yeah.
0: Brick, do is you have your students name? just call you Brick? Yeah, everyone calls is me that Brick. Is that your stage name? Oh. Yeah.
1: Uh, no, it's just kind of my last name. And then I don't want people to call me Mr. because I don't feel like <gasps> a Mr. You know what oh. I mean? I feel like I'm oh. like 10 years older than these oh. kids. You know, I'm not a Mr. Like my, my colleague, my co-teacher, Miss Finger, she is absolutely... <laughs> She is absolutely Her a name miss. Is miss. Finger? Yeah, she's been in the program for 25, 30 years. She runs the musicals; I run the plays. That's kind of where we're at. Mm. Um, but you know, she's Miss Finger, but I'm Brick. So, what are your favorite plays to do? Oh, I we love Sam Shepard. Loved... Sam Shepard. <gasps> oh! Yeah.
0: Samuel Shepard.
3: Yeah,
1: he's number a one for me. To
0: think. Samuel Shepard. Yeah. Without <laughs> Samuel Shepard, we would all be out of a job.
3: A man <laughs> of my heart, a man of my soul, yeah. a man I would say dare pushes me to the
2: edge. Amen of to that. I'd say, I'd say, Sam Shepard. Why don't you go true west me in the corner? Cause I will go up and down those aisles. <laughs> wow.
3: You want to have sex with him?
2: I just mean that I love oh, yeah. That is fascinating. <laughs> I love True West. It's my favorite play. Oh, That's I play. love it.
0: And I love Fool for Love. Oh, I love Fool for
2: Love.
3: So my program is a very interesting program because I teach at an all-boys high school. Right. These are boys forced to become
2: men. Well. Wow
3: and they need a presence. My job in the school is to teach them one thing. It's to teach them Shakespeare, it's to teach them the Great American Novel, it's to teach them theater. But mostly, it is to teach them
1: how to be men. Wait, so you teach them, at, you, do you teach English too? I teach the Great American Novel.
3: <laughs> so it is a course
1: <laughs> devoted exclusively
0: to the Great American Novel. Great
1: American Novel, which Gra- is? Grapes of Wrath <gasps> and The Pearl. So you teach English and then you do theater. Kind of I do theater. the Great American. Okay. I do Shakespeare. Okay.
3: And then I teach them uh, 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 the theater in our classes, in our plays, in our rehearsals. That's when we are teaching them that.
1: Okay.
3: And these boys, let me tell you something about men schools.
2: Men's schools.
3: They are pushing boys. To be men. And what does it mean to be a man in America right now? It is not what I'm trying to teach them. I'm trying to teach them
0: empathy. Empathy. I'm trying to teach them. That's important. Crying. I'm trying
3: to teach them how to hold a tear in their eyes.
0: Oh Lord, and that... that is the thing that I tell my students, because I teach uh, primarily freshman year theater. Mm. And so I tell them the door to the theater, the stage door is wide open. Mm. And if you'd like to come in, it is always open to you. And they don't always listen. Because when I'm not teaching theater, they had a sort of a bit of staffing issue. I teach geometry as well. <laughs> oh, and let you me. do? Geometry. I do. <laughs> yes, and I am... Are you a mathematician? No, I am out of my depth. <laughs> But what I try to do, what's important about teaching any subject, is that you sort of, you give it the old college try. Mm. I popped open a geometry textbook and I had no clue what the numbers and the shapes were talking (laughs) about. But I tried to infer what they were trying to show me. Mm. And what they were showing me (gasps) was a very new and very original fanfiction idea for a fool for love sequel called
2: Schmoor for Lover Boy. <laughs> And that is what happened. Say it again one more time. A schmoo for lover boy. So, what
1: happens in schmoo for lover boy? So,
2: and what happens to May
0: at the May end? May is having a very tough conversation with her parents about what happened. Now, one of them was shot, I believe, at some I point. so. And, and so... they were a
1: brother and a sister who had yes. sex. Yes, Isn't that what they that they show's about? Yes. Yeah. And I they
0: know. had sex, of course. Yes, yes. And so it was a very uncomfortable conversation. Shmoo for Lover Boy reimagines uh, them doing a deep dive on it uh, in a sort of a Macbethian way. <gasps> a Shakespeare. And I said the name of the Scottish play, and I do apologize. Ooh. <laughs>
1: Ooh. Well oh, Hey, that's I'm, actually a cardinal sin. Yeah, You can't say that oh, name in here. I'm so, so sorry. You can't say that well, name I'll in say, here. Oh,
0: but here's if the thing: if my I'm, lips I'll say toss this.
2: away the I am a stickler for that superstition and we are not in the theater. This is a white psych. In Burbank, I mean, th- it, it, this is not the theater. And I know that theater is everywhere, mm. but you can say that word, and I'm not worried about it, unless mm. we are in the Lord's place, which well, is a theater. If we're not and worried, do we all
1: want to say it? I'm sorry, I'm a, I'm a bit of a troublemaker. I was definitely a bit of a troublemaker at the actor's studio, too. So. Oh, my
2: God, <gasps> you were at the oh, Cody, I would
0: invite Stro- you into the space to say it. Name the thing that fears you. Should I say it? Say it. What
2: it fears you.
1: Okay, well, it fears me. Uh... <laughs> I'm saying it Macbeth <gasps> I'm saying oh it. Very oh my God. good I'll
2: do it now Because I love fear And I love discomfort And as an artist I run towards it Follow the fear The word I'm fear the, 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 the scary The scary thing Here it is Menop- Macbeth Did you almost say menopause? <laughs> yes
0: Oh, now I've very interesting subtext that you almost
2: inserted menopause into the space. Almost like a surprise breath, a surprise breath.
1: Mm. Nancy, you're the uh, the odd one out. You want to join us? And the the water's fine.
0: Nancy, <coughs> I invite you to face your fear. Look at her
2: swallowing Come her cum. Come to the artist's
0: table and say the <laughs> name oh of the
2: Scottish <laughs> place. What? Excuse me. <laughs> what did you say? Did you Nothing. say swallowing her cum? <laughs> I have a problem with the school district. I get a little rackety.
3: Okay. I've never, ever said this word. Because I believe Shakespeare is everywhere. But for my Why? friends. Why do you believe me? I
2: believe that he's, he's everywhere, supposed. too, but yeah. it has nothing to do with this. No, he is alive. It's not him day. that is. The youth <laughs> of, alive of
3: America well. and the youth of England. He's alive as well. He's in and the youth well. of
2: England. <laughs> he, he lives alive on. And...
3: His work lives. I
2: agree. What do you mean, the youth <laughs> When
3: I go England. to the bank,
0: I see Midsummer playing before me. I see Othello in the drive through exactly. car wash line. It's all there. Exactly. Oh,
2: I, 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 can, I can get behind this a little bit. I, when I, every time I go to a beach, I hear a monologue.
3: I will say it. For my fellow artists and for my fellow directors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're golding you on your cartoon, Nancy. What is going, going on? on. If you don't want to do it, don't have so to. I'm so sorry. Nice. I'm not trying to pressure no, this space. No, 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 no. Let me...
2: Go start from there. Go from there.
0: Right Go, there. From there. Go, Go from there. From N-
2: there. N- Go from
1: N- there. N- there. N- Go from N- there. N- Go right from there. there. N-
2: Stay there. N- Go, there. N- Go from there. No, don't, Go there. don't rely on <laughs> humor. Don't rely on humor. Face the fear. If I don't fear. play it for laughs.
1: Use it. Say Use it. it. Use it. Meet me. Use it. Louder. Say it so I can hear it. M- Okay, oh, that's enough. You can ma- stop. You can stop saying Mary. it. Oh, curse
3: the name. Right. Now the youth, you, the goodness. youth of the youth Now you're
2: really calling the youth of the UK. Here. I <laughs> am moved to tears by that.
1: You are weeping right now.
2: Let me tell you, that is where laugh begins is when you push yourself. Stop.
1: I am
3: also weeping and I am also crying. Hey.
0: So, here is a question that's been on my mind ever since all you brilliant artists entered the space. How did you enter the space of teaching theater?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, I can start. Brick, please. Yeah. Uh, well, I, uh, like I said, I lived in New York for a while. <gasps> yeah.
0: Oh, uh, please, pray tell. A <laughs> uh, Manhattan?
1: Uh, yeah, I. Uh, I, uh, I...
0: Brooklyn? Queens, the Queen's Gambit.
1: I lived in, I lived in, I lived in. <laughs>
2: Bed-star. Bed-star.
1: I lived in Brooklyn. I lived in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn. Yeah, you I, said that. I lived in Greenpoint, yeah. I love that yeah.
2: Sharon in movie, Brooklyn. I yeah. love
1: her. Yeah. So I I lived there and I was um, trying to be an actor. You know, I moved out there. I went to uh, SUNY Purchase.
0: You don't have to try to be an actor. You simply are.
1: No, not New York. You have to try. You have to try really hard (laughs) to kind of succeed. And you have to work really hard. And Mm. it it was one of the toughest times in my life. And I really I really had a lot of passion for it. And it didn't. Didn't quite work out. Let me guess, was (laughs) it
0: like the play Circle Mirror Transformation where everyone is doing acting exercises over and over and over and over and it seems as if it would never end?
1: No, it's it's more like uh, Our Town where uh, everyone around you is like the stage manager and they know you're about to die but you don't oh. is how it feels for me. That's how that was kind of my mm. metaphor. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a writer too. Uh, so yeah, I, I ended up going back home. Uh, I grew up uh, about uh, 45 minutes from Duncanville, so I uh, applied for theater. Did you guys? I mean, I'm sure you guys did the acting life. I'm sure you guys tried to be actors. Never you were. once. No, not for me.
2: Never once. <laughs> I wouldn't do it.
0: I, well, I maintain that I am an actor, as is, we are all actors. But I got into theater teaching because my mother was a theater teacher.
3: Wow.
0: And I was so inspired by her journey as a theater professor at UC Riverside that I knew that's exactly what I wanted to do. Mm. So when I graduated from Eagle Rock High School, I took my diploma, I walked out the door, and then I made a quick U-turn and walked right back into the (laughs) office and said, give me a job.
3: And they gave you geometry.
0: (laughs) They gave me geometry slash intro to theater, which I guess we've never quite been clear with the district which one I'm fully teaching. What's So the ratio? you're not fully
2: teaching either? Okay,
0: how many classes? What do you mean So is fully? it the same
1: class or do you have some periods yeah. where you're teaching intro to Geo and some where you're doing intro to theater?
0: I'd like to say they're all theater, but the technical breakdown is I have two periods in the morning where it is intro to theater and we have two different classes. Uh, cycle through. And then four periods in the afternoon where I am teaching advanced senior level geometry. Okay. And those students, I would say, are the greatest thespians of all because they don't know what's happening
2: to them. <laughs>
3: Nothing makes someone a stronger thespian than being
1: thrown into the middle of confusion. The sense of what's wonder. a good actor? Yes.
2: Not knowing what's going on.
1: Descartesian <laughs> yes. wonder. You know, Rene Descartes used to talk about wonder as oh, this exactly. sense of experience and joy exactly. in moments.
3: So. I started as a Shakespearean actor. You did? Yes, I would do a, a Shakespeare fun festival every summer where I would do three to five Shakespeare plays
2: Cast. In rep, in rep, in rep, in rep, yes, yes, yes.
3: And what we would do is put them on
0: for the whole whole town. I was in. And which town, pray tell?
3: This is Gardena, which is not receptive to Shakespeare, but it's in
1: California, they... Gardena, California. Oh, yes, they really near
0: near roundabout Arcadia.
3: Ah, uh, just lower and more east west.
1: Great Tom Stoppard play, Arcadia. Oh, oh tom Stoppard!
2: i would i would get run over by a train for tom Stoppard.
3: Mm, let's hope there's never a situation that requires that. but i'd do it so i found myself in a predicament i loved theater i did not get into college i was older than i thought i was i was lost
0: yes <laughs> yes you are older than you thought you were. Pray tell, elaborate on that. God,
2: that sounds so confusing. Sounds
3: heartbreaking. I got into a car crash and lost three years to a coma. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I woke up and I thought, well, I didn't get into college.
0: So you didn't oh get into my college God. God. Likely because, because of, my of coma, the coma. It was a different and time. And not because of your artist's ability.
3: And I thought, what can I remember that I love? What can I remember at all? And I, I remember one thing. I remember this. I remember to be or not.
0: To, to be, be.
3: That is, is the, the question. question. Whether,
0: Whether it is nobler, nobler in the mind, mind to, to suffer. Suffer. I yeah, suffer. I remembered yeah, all of that. I remembered it at the time. I remembered it. it
3: spotless. <laughs> okay. And I thought that's a calling. I must walk myself into this boys' school, and I must teach boys. That's <laughs>
0: God, I,
3: can,
2: I can't, I can't, I can't. Now I listen, i teach... love. Life. <laughs> you
0: must teach boys. <laughs> you must teach boys. Are you dead? because I've, I. It is a good choice to teach <laughs> boys because I have heard from my colleagues that when you put on Romeo and Juliet. All the girls who were not cast as Juliet are waiting in the wings, mouthing Juliet's balcony monologue
3: along mm-hmm. with her and yeah. the
2: desperation. And is I would rather have three boys
3: probably. doing that than seventeen girls. There's I just couldn't
2: 17. follow any of that. That was crazy. I mean I'm a big fan of Pinter and Chekhov. And that that whole story's insane. So you had a coma for three years. Three
1: years. Wow. Wow. I was just gonna say I'm glad you're working with boys. Boys are the worst. I say that as a boy boys are the worst oh we, my
3: god no. I love that he has no. ownership of it stop that no boys have a future and boys are half of the commitment of the world no I'm not serious I'm just you're kind of, of joking of I'm just the kind of saying now! The world. half of the commitment of the world is boys I'm
0: just saying <laughs> and the other half of the commitment is girls <laughs>
3: it's boys and girls and there's half a commitment it's like each. you're
2: a half non-profit of... for boys <laughs> half of the commitment it's... of the world <laughs> What do you mean? What do you mean half of the commitment of the world? Half of the
3: commitment of the world, meaning that half of this world is committed to boys.
2: (laughs) Mother, no!
0: uh, What you're saying is completely clear to me. Half of Mother Gaia's resources are devoted to boys, and the other half are bestowed upon girls. Thank and it you. is our job as theater professors to navigate the song and the dance of those commitments. Because
3: what is theater teaching if not teaching how to be human, how to honor the commitments that the world has bestowed upon you? How did you get involved?
1: Yeah, I'd love to know how you, Mrs. Got involved.
3: Baton.
2: Um. I was a race car driver for twenty five years. Oh no! Yeah, and I was just That's done. That's badass. Thanks. I was just done, so That's I did theater a, teaching. An you, exhilarating profession.
1: Not much of a story there though. <laughs> really? You don't have one story from race car driving? No. Who would you race for?
2: Nice car.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the company? <laughs> That's huge. Yeah. No, they Do have you have co- a sponsor? Yeah. A big sponsor? Uh toys. Toys? You were
0: sponsored by Toys. <laughs> the concept <laughs> that is fascinating, you were sponsored by all brilliant toys. work. All America Toys. To be a woman in NASCAR, have you ever thought of converting that experience and revving the engine up on a play?
2: Well, I'm so glad you said something because I actually, um, I actually have been working on a little something. Um, I saw La La Land. Lovely. And I saw yeah. Emma Stone do that one woman play at the end. Yes. And I was inspired. And I started writing my little stories about race car driving.
0: And is it a one woman show? Yes, it is.
3: What's it called?
2: It's called Vroom Give Vroom Vroom Mama's Home.
0: Vroom, diggy, vroom, vroom, mama's home.
3: Please invite us to opening
1: night. I'm a huge fan of device theater and independent theater works. I have a black box theater with me and a couple friends in Duncanville. Uh, we just rented out an old grocery store and turned it into a black box. Wow. It's kind of my passion. I'm, I've been finding a lot of stuff. If, if you want to ever talk or devise, I'm happy to, if you're looking for
2: I love it. I mean, here's the thing. My, I have a huge uh, arts fund in my school, and they wanted to build a huge theater, and I said, mm-hmm. no, I want a black box. Something about a black box, right? Something about a black mm. box, right? You guys have have a black box. Used?
3: Oh,
0: yes. I would say the multi-purpose cafeteria we perform in has the energy of a black box. In what way? In that I tell them to pretend it is one. Oh, I
2: love <laughs> that. I say it so therefore it is. Okay, favorite shows. Favorite shows. Oh, we
1: got to talk favorite shows. Oh, we and we put on show. at
2: our programs. Oh. Oh.
3: Oh. Oh. I will say I did the dining room with all boys, and it was an experience. I did Little Shop of Horrors last year with a bunch of boys, and they became men, you know. To see to watch two boys be eaten by a plant, played by a boy, and then to watch another boy be sad that those two boys were eaten, and
1: another boy tried to console that boy was something I will never forget. Do you do gender? Benning, do you change the roles or do you have them play opposite sex?
3: I have them play opposite sex. Okay. It's a rip-roaring fun time. It's funny? Oh, it's very funny.
2: <laughs> rip-roaring. <laughs> okay. Wow.
3: It's very funny. The audience loves it at my all-boys Catholic school. Yeah, they sure eat they it do. up. That's
2: awesome.
0: I'm sure That's they they do. wonderful. Well, I wrote the sequel to Othello. It's called oh, God. Othello <laughs> 2... And it's about Othello's one last ride around the whole thing. Okay, here's my question.
2: Here's thing. my question. A ride around the whole thing. Does that mean like in heaven? Because that play yes, famously course, it ends, they're all dead.
0: ends where everyone is dead. <laughs> but had they lived, therein lies the question.
3: So it's more like Othello gets up at the end and kind of goes, let's revisit it. One last lap.
0: He. And oh, Othello's, I this love is- that. And I'm simplifying it, of course, because I did honor the bard and write this in iambic pentameter. But, um, yes, sort of it leaves off, it picks up on the way to heaven. Iago and Desdemona and Othello, they're all standing there in the void and they're saying, let's give this one more shot. And then they come back to Earth and they do
2: it a little differently this time. (laughs) A little differently. Wow, that's
3: so fun. I write my own plays too. Oh, you do. Does anybody else write their own plays? We must write a couple of oh, plays. Oh, you
0: right. must have a playwright's cap sitting in your closet. Uh,
1: <laughs> I I used to be a really big playwright. I oh, love I, wow. yes. In I wrote New some plays. Wrote some plays. I'm total cliche. What did you write? Please tell us. I wrote this play about this. You know. It was a children's theater play about a, a gumdrop who wants to be a shoebox. It was, oh, it was like really like kind of about like you know n- not being the right thing but wanting to fit in. You what? Know? Wow. So, Have you
0: ever taught younger children?
1: Uh, no, I'm I'm not interested in that for a second. I'm not interested in teaching you anyone oh. younger than fourteen. Yeah, that's not. I'm not. I'm not a babysitter. Wow. I'm a teacher. Oh, yeah, wow. I'm a teacher. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, uh, I will say my favorite production I ever put on. We did a. Uh, a, a modern adaptation, at at my guidance, modern adaptation of Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf set in high school, and instead of drinking alcohol, they um, use vape pens. Wow.
2: That is incredible. Did it yeah. rock the scene?
1: It was pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I got the head of the district uh, arts fund. He came and he said, hey, I'll give you as much money as you want. Like, if you mm. can do... 15 more of these shows this year, you know, uh, 50 more productions. And I said, absolutely not. I can't even barely do three. I was like, I don't know what's going on with him. I mean, he was like Wiley. I mean, I don't know. Again, I have this pull over people that's a little too you much sometimes. You have a
0: magnetic quality. I, I was like, these I'll kids... i honest.
1: I would follow you to the ends of the world. I thank
2: cannot I keep would... my eyes off oh, of you. Yeah, thanks, you have thanks. a Sam Shipper fuckable-like quality.
1: Oh, that's that's nice. That's and nice let's to be
0: say. clear. I'm not interested in men or women or people of any kind in a <laughs> sexual way. But I cannot I stop staring at you.
1: Oh, thanks, thanks. Mm. I, what's, what about you? I mean, I mean thank you thank are thank you. a writer for... First of all, barely, but thank you for asking. You um, wrote
0: a one woman show, you selling yourself short girl.
2: <laughs> Whoa,
3: cool it. It's all right.
0: I'm sorry. I get worked up when artists don't know
2: they're worth <laughs> you, little selling yourself short girl. girl. Yep, I heard it before. Oh, sweetie, thank you. Um, I'm a woman. Um, so I oh. will. <laughs> oh
1: Jeez, are you okay? I oh,
2: apologize. Yes, I am. I, oh, I'm so fine. Um, I. Um, let's just think of what is what we did recently. Because this year we did a lot of things in rep. We did Caucasian Chalk Circle. We did Raisin in the Sun. Um, but most importantly, we did Imaginary Invalid by Moliere.
1: Oh yeah. Um, he's tough. Mm. Moliere's tough. He's tough. And school. what
2: I did, what was it's so very interesting for high school? Yeah. And I remember when we got the okay from the school that we were going to do it, all the teachers were like, well, the lit teachers were like, which translation are you going to do? Because there's a bunch of them. Um, And I actually pulled one of the kids from the exchange programs, and I made her make her own translation. Wow. Mm. Wow. And what came out was wacky. So
3: fun. So a fun show.
2: A fun show all around. Yes. I just had a really fun. Yes. 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 Very Translating an entire show. Plays. A lot to put on someone who's also trying to lack, uh, lack transition into a culture. And yeah. spend more yes. time
3: just getting to know it. You know, But
2: you know, you, God doesn't give you what you cannot handle.
1: Yeah,
3: mm. for sure. I had a fun play where we did a fun, modernized interpretation of Little Women. It was great.
2: And how did you make it modern? Yeah. <laughs> did she get the measles? Like how... how
0: Do they have a cell phone?
3: Yes. It's all about phones and (laughs) the thing they call a Snapchat. Mm. I cannot understand it.
0: That's so funny because I actually did a demodernized version of Sarah Rule's Dead Man Cell Phone. I love Dead Cell Phone. It was called Dead Man Holds Nothing. (laughs) So it was pre-cell phone. It was pre-cell phone. And he never had the cell phone. He was simply deceased.
3: I wrote a very, very personal play about what it means to go to Costa Rica in the 80s. Mm, yeah, you told us this. Was you had the kids a, do
0: this? You love have, that story.
3: It was a great story, and I finally put pen to paper. I said, "I'm telling it at this all boys school with these boys," and I cast my favorite student at the time, Ethan Hawke.
1: <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Not related or
2: related. Related
3: and him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh wow! Related. Yes, he was
3: a he was just a student. He was just he went from my play. <laughs> he played me in the Costa Rican Chronicles, and then. He immediately went in to do uh, the movie where they play the boys at the All Boys High School. Oh, the Dead Poet Society. Yes, he went from immediately from my the Costa Rica Chronicles into Dead Poet Society, which is funnily enough
0: Do you ever see yourself as the Dead Poet Society? I
3: do. I believe Ethan Hawke told Robin Williams about me and he and he based the character off of me.
0: Looking at that teacher here,
2: I really see the resemblance. <laughs> That just blew my mind.
3: Can I say one thing, Brick? Yeah. You have an energy that commands a room. Oh, thanks. I
0: couldn't agree more. It really does. How do your students respond to such an energy of an artist, a New York artist, as yourself?
1: Well, an- NYA. I would say not in a way that is usually appropriate. I have. I had a feeling. Yeah, I have some uh, things that I have to deal with if I'm being explicit. If I have to be kind of upfront here, I uh, I have to kind of set some barriers pretty fast. Uh, I, I tend to get a lot of people on the first day in drama club mm-hmm. coming in. Uh, a lot of the cheerleaders, a lot of girls, stuff like that. And I just have to make it super clear that that's not what I'm about. And I'm not interested in any sort of stuff like that. You know, I'm here wow. for the work and I'm here for seriousness. Hey, 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 are you okay, friend? All right.
0: It's tough, because you sort of have... If I were to put on my casting director's... hat, hat. and typecast you, I would say you're a really attractive teacher. Oh, thanks. And I think it must be- That's
1: what you'd
3: cast cast me You'd cast him as a really attractive teacher. Yes, I I would. That That is
0: a good casting uh, director. Now, I work in the theater world. I do not work in the Holly world. But if I were to do that, I would typecast you as- hot teacher and
2: i must that must be difficult for you it
1: can be and i'll tell you what i counteracted by being really mean i'll say Mm.
2: when i put my head on your shoulder just then yeah it felt like a cosmic shift it felt like i really fucked up and do you do that with your students
1: yeah If, if they cross any sort of line i in the most school appropriate way possible i make sure that they pay uh I can't be a specific type of mean because a specific type of mean just draws certain people closer. Mm. So it has to be a cold mean. It has to be a distant mean. You have to set boundaries. All these girls will go-zool you up. Well, So I I I studied Suzuki method, right? Yeah. And Mm. all about physicality. So when you... You For example, when you put your head on my shoulder just now, and if you're listening to the podcast, that's when I called her a friend to make it clear that I'm not interested anyway. Um, When she put her head on my shoulder, I, uh, uh, I, I... Isolated that section of my body and I made it mm. incredibly cold, <sighs> and I made it rigid, and I made it uh, basically like putting your head on the tundra.
2: Yeah, wow. and for the listeners, I, I, it. I did it, yeah. and and I like talking about boundaries here. I am a physical teacher. I'm a dancer. I'm physical, um, so it is hard for me not to place hands and push kids. Many times when girls are learning how to belt, I push them. Mm-hmm.
3: You just push them.
2: I, 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 well they gotta wake up and what? In that moment there when I put my head on you I felt like you needed touch right and I know what somebody's body needs right mm. if they need to wake up sometimes mm. they need, need a physical shock oh yeah or they need love right I can hug people right or if they need me to slap them in the face uh. so
1: do you coach like right alongside them when they're performing
2: yeah so they'll stand right here and I'll and I, I see the body it's similar to Suzuki where I'm I'm in there but I gotta be very careful because what I did right there is, I saw a need with the human body and I, and, I, and I attended to it. And with the school system, you can't do that. No, no. There's you a, can't do that.
0: Isn't it an interesting blurred line where you I tell all my friends. It's like a blurred line.
3: It's quite blurry. I can say do. very
1: blurry. You guys think it's blurry I would think and we know that it's not. Because
0: okay. when you're in the theater, yeah. it's, it's blurry about the theater. connection. It's about touch, Mm -hmm. it's about you go there, push your body here, push your, and the way you grabbed my hand just now and did not let go, you were communicating to me a story. Now, you add in the layer where uh, everyone is 14 year old students and you have to behave as if uh, some geometry teacher would, it becomes complicated.
2: 100%, oh God, I just, I have that problem a lot and I apologize for that.
1: Hey, it's okay. I don't and, fault you for it. I understand. apologize for
2: grabbing your hand.
0: And your apology is taken and regurgitated and accepted
2: back into the space.
3: And I would like my hands on the apology, and I will take it and hold it, and
2: I'll cry. Now, what she's doing, listeners, right now, is she It didn't grab anything. She's working with the imagination. Mm. Now, let's talk about space work and imagination, because <gasps> I think right here there are uh, this is a table of athletes of the imagination. Yes. Mm. And what is harder than, what is freaking harder than getting a hormonal teen to believe in something that they cannot see?
0: Mm.
2: Mm, yes. Mm. Gosh. When I say that this right here is a reptile, there's a reptile in my hand. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: what show was that for? <laughs> You're doing that. <laughs> That's got to be Gulliver's Travels.
2: No, it was in the Heights. Really? yes we didn't in the high. yes and um it was when um uh it was when Usnavi's character had just won the lottery well he just saw his grandma's lotto ticket right and at the end yes so uh he he's scared and I couldn't get my student to really feel that so I just kept being like what you are holding is on fire a piece, you know, when you have something and you're and you, I'm trying to get a student to realize that this isn't just a piece of paper. He was holding it like a damn fucking prop.
1: Mm. Excuse my language. Mm, yes, I said, you mm. have
2: to put yourself in that moment. I said this piece of paper is alive, and I said, Dalton, what you are holding is a reptile. And the kid looked at me like I was friggin' Bugs Bunny.
0: Sometimes. <laughs> It's so difficult to get through to these kids Mm -hmm. because you're 14. You're filled with all these emotions and these strange new world feelings. And you're constantly looking at at the breast to your right or the groin to your left Mm. that you cannot focus on what's happening in Midsummer Night's Dream.
3: Mm. And what about the phones?
0: The, oh. phone. the,
3: phones. Phones, are the phones,
0: phones are awful. The I phones are the enemy.
3: How can the- you
1: imagine if you're just looking at your phone? I hate phones, man. I don't even actually have a phone.
0: <gasps> what? Yeah. What? Brick! I know. A young, young, young man, as such as yourself, you don't carry the device that everyone else does? How no. do you insta-instacart your almonds?
1: Oh, I buy almonds at the store by myself. How
0: do you Uber your avocado toast?
1: <laughs> I, well, I don't eat avocado toast, but I drive. How do you look up the number to your high school? I know it. I mean, if I need it. And my MacBook has texting and, and you know, all a sorts MacBook. of phone devices. A MacBook. So. a
2: MacBook? You
1: guys have Mac? MacBook. What kind no, of computers I do you have, guys have?
2: I have a lexicon. <laughs> and that's I prefer I my
1: do. Mac script. Okay.
0: I prefer my Macbeth. Thank you very oh, you're, much. Oh, now
1: you're high on saying it. Gilda.
0: I love to say it. I'm <laughs> rarely not. It's either.
1: freeing, isn't it?
2: <laughs> I Mac- swear Beth.
0: 30 minutes ago. Macbeth. Mac- back- Macbeth. And let me tell you, terrible things happen to me frequently. <laughs>
3: Well, then you should stop saying Like what? Oh, no. Well,
0: sometimes I'll discover I'll come outside and my car is simply flipped upside down, (laughs) right on its hinges. And I can't figure out why. The car is on its hinges? There is nowhere. There is no other car nearby that's crashed into it. It's perfectly flipped. It's
1: its it's
0: as if a jack-and-the-giant beanstalk came by and took the car, picked it up, and flipped it upside (laughs) down. (laughs) And that was after I told my students, Macbeth, 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 embrace the thing that fears you. Yes. And they don't... uh, These terrible things, they just happen, and no one knows why. I've got
3: a question, and I've been wondering this because I love the story of teaching. And I and believe It is a story, yes. The story of teaching is a story of inspiration. Mm-hmm. It's a story of overcoming odds with people. And sure. I would like to hear some inspiring
0: Insprag
3: inspraking,
0: Inspraging. Inspiring.
3: I want to hear inspiring? some insprawning, Insprawning words, words, words. Doth thou protest too much, <laughs> fool boy? Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like to ask a simple question. (laughs) I would like to hear some of
1: your most inspiring teacher's stories. Well, you know, I uh, have several uh, kind of, I guess you could consider them famous alumni. There's a wheel. Oh,
2: pray tell. I'll put on my starstruck glasses and listen in. I believe that when a teacher has good alumni, it's a a Girl Scout badge on your oh, on your
1: chest. That's I mean, these kids are really, really good when they come to me already. I feel really lucky. I don't know what's in the water in Duncanville, but I, I feel really grateful to have them. I have a couple kids that went on to be on Teen Wolf. I have a couple oh kids God. on a high school musical, the musical, the series. Uh, a, and, a couple kids? Yeah, a couple, a couple. And <gasps> wow.
2: It,
1: it, they're, they're starting to say that there's this kind of like a – Duncanville High School to show business pipeline it's it's really exciting it's really exciting to see I mean I'm not doing it for them I'm more doing it for the kids that show up you know it doesn't really matter to me who's there because it's just like you know you're my person and I'm here with you and we're doing this together and you know, I can't obviously use that language when I'm with the girls because that that specific language would get you fired. They, they will ravage. They but that's how I feel. They and will
2: set fire yeah. to the wall. I mean, and it's
1: good because I had some a lot of trouble, a lot of trouble in my own career. So it's really exciting to see, you know, kids doing it. It's awesome. It's really cool. And it just, like, makes me know that I know what I'm doing. You know, like, I didn't get the opportunities. And that's what's hard for me. But I know... I know that I actually knew something. And mm. it's like really interesting mm.
2: that... Mm. <coughs> mm. Yeah. Sorry. Humble, but humble, you know humble.
1: No no, 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 no. Start I'm from there. Like start,
2: there. I start from, I from want there. To match it. I'm start like like there. start from there. You talking? and it will match.
1: Okay, if you guys really want me to go there. Let's yeah. mirror exercise. Yes, let's mirror exercise. Let's like, mirror exercise. Like, like you guys and like people Who saying that I'm... Okay, yeah. You guys. So you guys saying that I'm like attractive or whatever is awesome because I got laughed out of the room at every audition I would go to. Uh, like, I was like, Texas hot, and I was New York trash. And it was like, Texas so hot, New York trash. It was Texas so hard. Hot, like, York it was trash. so hard. So <sighs> I, I think I'm done because this is, <sighs> you guys aren't listening. But. Do
2: you guys work in viewpoints?
1: Yeah, I don't do viewpoints. All right, uh, Tell us an inspiring teacher story.
2: Once I found a kid at a bar. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> my oh, wife and I, my wife and I, we were at, our local watering hall with Bachelorette night. And, and we went we went after the show we watched the Bachelorette we go, to the bar. And I found a student there.
1: Uh.
2: And she was sitting there drinking Tennessee whiskey. Mm. Did she have a, a fake identification card? I didn't want to ask because <laughs> I mean of course she did if she got in.
1: Um
2: I didn't want to ask. Um So
1: I love Shirt Michael Shirtliff mm-hmm. audition. What was her secret? Did you feel like her, what was her moment before? What was her secret? Yeah. Could you feel it?
2: Well, I knew her moment before was really detailed. Um, And a lot of teachers would have just yanked her out or left and called the authorities. I walked right up to her and I said, you know that monologue we're working on from Crimes of the Heart? And I scared her. She went, yes. I said, I want you to do that monologue right here. I said, another round. Gave her another glass of whiskey.
3: You fed her alcohol.
2: I fed her alcohol and I said, put it on my tab. And then she sat right there. And then I said, Say the monologue. Go. Go into it right now. She stopped performing. Now this student could not stop pushing. She pushed, pushed, pushed. <gasps> she uh remember you know that you know that uh that cartoon character Popeye?
3: No. Yeah, that,
1: I've never heard of that. You that? guys have never heard of Popeye? Popeye? No. Popeye? I've
2: never owned a television. No, oh, it's not even that. It's like very old. It's a comic. Let me find another. I think. It's a comic from like um, the New York Times. Mm, 19... Let me find. <clears throat> maybe a little Donald Duck. Interesting. Something New every, every day. <laughs> Anyway, I gave her my car, told her to drive herself home, and it was an immo- a beautiful moment of acting.
3: So she drove home after you fed her alcohol? Yeah,
2: and I gave her my car, and she. And that next morning she was the- a fearless woman. And what I did was a risk, but it was the craziest moment of teaching in my life because I what? gave a kid a gun, basically, you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. A car, what, what is more hit? dangerous, would some And would when say. we hand them these plays, we're giving them a gun. We're giving them a, giving them a license to kill.
0: Yeah. Yes! We're giving yes. them a license yes, exactly. to teach, teach
2: a kid to sing a 16 bar cut. You are selling her to the devil. She is, she's, she's a hottie with a body.
0: I armed all of my students one time with my, with, so these were my geometry students. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
0: And they were asking me something about scalene triangles and isosceles triangles, things that I had quite never honestly heard before. (laughs) And so I did what any good artist would do, and I uh, did indulge in a bit of improvisation. And so I took their questions about triangles, and I thought, what are these children actually trying to ask me? And what I got from these questions was, help me, help me, help me figure Mm. out who I am. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I lined them all up, and I had each and every one of them sing Don't Rain on My Parade over and over and over and over again. I gave them a gun. You (laughs) gave them a gun. And the gun is a song. (laughs) And if you're not too careful, you can kill yourself with it.
1: Whoa. If you, oh,
0: you, you If you sing if you let file. the song consume you as it has me, it can be really detrimental.
3: Thank you for these stories. <laughs> they were filling. Do you
2: have
0: one? Do you have one?
3: No.
1: Okay.
0: You don't have any inspiring stories. You, you must have inspired. You, you must, must have, have inspired one.
1: some uh, some male students. That well, it's at. different.
0: By teaching only men.
1: Okay. It's very
0: different. Oh, pray tell.
3: Allow me to tell you a little fascinating. We're
0: Nancy. Perfect, wonderful. Please set the stage. So can, can you get, the I'm year sorry. I need
3: you to get the to it. year. 2016, the boy Nathaniel Hotchkin, a boy of small stature. And when I talk about high school boys, I talk about shoulders forward, oh, head yes. down, hunched back, scared. They're boys. I saw him in a class getting ripped apart by these bullies. Ripped, ripped, ripped. And I ran up to these bullies. I said, hello, oh, hello. Oh, hello. oh poor Yorick. Uh, Uh, They were fearful. They did not know what to do. And I talked to Nathaniel after class. And I said, do you know what I did? I acted powerful. I acted strong. The next day, Nathaniel switched schools. And I... Oh,
0: God. (laughs) And what a revelatory success story that is. I believe
3: it was because it was a... A strong thing to do. He found his personal strength and got out of that school. In
1: a way, you definitely saved him from bullies. So mm-hmm. that's actually really inspiring, I would say. Thank you. Yeah, of course, Nancy. I, I have a question for you guys. A couple questions, actually. I am obviously kind of younger and working with kids. I, I, I never thought I would be teaching kids. So I was wondering if you guys could give me some advice on different types of ways to direct students. That's possible. Love
0: to. I would love to. So,
1: I
2: would love
1: that. I would love I'm that. I'm working on a production of Cloud Nine by Carol Churchill with my kids right now.
2: I love Carol Churchill. <clears throat> yeah. I think she is um, back then's Lynn manuel Miranda.
1: I would, I would hard disagree with that. <laughs>
2: Why do you disagree with
1: that? I would disagree because she explored some incredible themes of feminism and, and colonialism and imperialism and, and power dynamics. And what's Hamilton? Not feminism. Colonialism. Okay. <laughs> I guess kind of colonialism. <laughs> I guess kind of. You know, yes, it's about colonial times. Uh, keep going. Uh, what I, was gonna, I just have a couple things that I'm having trouble figuring out. So I have a couple students that aren't, mm-hmm. that aren't you know, cheating out. And, oh. and their backs are always turned. Oh. How do you guys get...
0: Happens all the time in geometry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so well,
1: you I'm do about, know about triangles. But I'm talking about in theater. <laughs> We're going to <laughs> <laughs> talk about just theater. When you have a kid who's, you know, turned away, what's the best way to get them to turn out?
2: Such a good question, Brick.
3: Such a wonderful question. Oh, Thanks. of course. Sometimes I like to make a big noise or a stink.
0: you make a stink do you emit it out of your own instrument (laughs) what What do you mean you you make a stink (laughs) there's
3: two different type of stinks you make a big stink of the show you go hodge podge hodge hodge, podge, podge look at me i'm walking around like a daffodil duck you
2: are a bully (laughs) you bully them it sounds like you yell in their face no they're not looking at me Oh, I'm confused. I bully these children. <laughs> no, no, no! You <laughs> don't need don't, them. Every you time don't. you say you have a problem, these... you go <laughs> and you yell in their faces.
1: I'm Trying to get them to turn, I guess. Well, I mean, what do you do when you when you have a kid who isn't cheating out?
2: Um, I get one of those um, I get one of those uh science uh experiment boards. You know, in a science fair, those three way boards. Oh yes, and I tape them to them.
1: So oh. you're the bully? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I t- hey. it's physical. It's no, physical. Old
1: guys, this is a, It's not only a safe space; it's a brave space. I don't want us to name call. Yeah. I, I don't either. That, so.
2: I will never say a bad thing about you. I will never say a bad thing about you again.
0: Okay, roses and thorns of the interaction we had just now.
3: <laughs> roses, we made eye contact. Mm-hmm. Thorn, we both called each other bullies.
2: <laughs> Rose, we made eye contact. Thorn, we called each other.
1: Three. Yes, we're in agreement then.
0: <laughs> that was wonderful to watch.
1: What do you guys do when kids are talking in the wings a lot? How do oh. you take care of that? Oh. 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 Well, it's
0: tough. So what do you do?
1: Yeah, what do you do?
0: It's oh. tough because I don't. Uh, I have not been given the opportunity to direct any of the high school plays oh. yet because I teach Intro to theater. They gotta right. get you out of the academia <laughs> They department. get in the ground floor. <laughs> and this is
3: 35 years.
0: 35 years of intro to theater. I'm still waiting for the promotion to teach theater one. That's the <laughs> sophomore year class and they get to put on a play.
1: God, how many times have you watched West Side Story in class?
0: Oh, more times than I have fingers in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> And what I do, because in the multi-purpose auditorium where we present our final (laughs) scenes, which is sort of like our version of putting on a play, sometimes I will hear people talking backstage, aka the cafeteria ladies in the cafeteria portion. And I have to go over and I have to say, excuse me, is that your line? and i really get through to them i hammer home to them that while the students are on the play they are also in the play and they play a very pivotal and they play a very pivotal role and that's audience member
3: <laughs> so the only people viewing the play are the cafeteria <laughs> Well, some
0: parents don't come. It's difficult. (laughs) A lot of the children request the parents not come. Mm. But that's. It's difficult. It's intro to theater is all about planting the seed Mm. it's about teaching these sweaty sweaty football players that there is something in hamlet for them there is something in mother courage for them and then you send them on their way and let the seed grow in theater one Mm. i love
1: that yeah so i had one final question you guys have given me such good answers for these (laughs) so i just wanted one more um when you have a kid that's flunking out, you know I, I don't know if you guys have a, a a rule in your school, but if if they fail in their mm-hmm. academia, yeah. they can't. You know, it's a pay to it's a it's a eligibility issue. Oh. They can't be in the show. And we had to completely rec- recast Bye Bye Birdie last minute because our Conrad, oh God, our God. Conrad, yeah, our Conrad was getting zeros in uh, zeros. in swimming. He just wouldn't get in the pool. It was so oh, frustrating. God, to get and a zero made him in flunk the pool. out of the school. <laughs> they gave yeah. him a zero in the well, pool. Well, he, he was yeah. He was getting. The, I mean, Texas he was education. Well, system. I'll tell you this. Well, that's what. So, what do you do? I mean, how do you get a kid to care enough to work on his grades in order to do? The For theater? sure. Yeah. I'll say
2: this. Number one, Brick. I want to give you a little encouragement to start this off, and I know they'll have probably amazing things to say. I'll say that you probably you already. I know you did an incredible job casting this because you didn't cast a good Conrad unless they're flunking.
1: That's a good point. All right. That's a really good point. And he, this guy, was uh, truly reminded me of myself if I was shocked by lightning at some point. Yeah, Just I mean, it's crazy. He has swimming
2: there. lessons and he's not getting in the pool. It's crazy. But I'll say you did half the battle and you won half that. Now yeah. I'll, I'll hand it over for uh, reprimanding lessons.
3: I will say first, you care about these students. It is palpable. It is so obvious. You care about
1: these students. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, do I, mean, I want them to do good. That's you know. rare. That's rare. Thanks. Suck that in. Suck it. Go. Suck, Suck it like you mean it. it. No, I'm not gonna do that again. Suck it. Do like you guys you have advice? It. Do you guys have advice?
3: I would say the best advice I have for this situation is to remember. And you can march your little butt right up to that swim coach and say, Excuse me! This student willn't be getting in the pool today. He'll be getting an A. I'll teach him swimming in my classroom.
2: Oh, God, that's incredible what you just did. Grab! Go! Don't let go. Amen to that.
3: I wanted to ask everyone. Yes. Is what is your piece of advice for new theatrical people? Gosh. New theatrical people? <coughs> new, like new
2: theater students?
1: People who
3: are interested or people who have been in it forever. Gosh, that's Things really hard. that can did last it? a lifetime, and things so that just
2: advice, like an
3: priceless
0: apple. nugget of wisdom. You get it <laughs> for we the see artist each other. <laughs> to chew on.
1: We see each We're other. We're on the same pay.
0: plane, yeah. and I bet we could say something at the same, same time. time.
1: <gasps> and that was it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. It. I feeder advice for me is come in ready to work, and if you want to go into this. If you want to come into this, know what you're getting into. Um, Mm. Don't take your youth for granted. Don't waste time worrying about where other people are. Be on your own journey. Be on your own path. And uh, hit your mark. (laughs) I would kiss you. I'm not interested. Enough.
0: (laughs) You are just batting them away like flies today. It's like, it's like wham, wham. Teaching must be terribly inconvenient I for you. I
1: can't even go to the doctor. <laughs> they touch me too much at the doctor. <laughs> and you're, you said you were New York ugly? What yeah. are the men in New York like? Yeah, I, I, I got cast in one role in New York. It was an off-off-Broadway production of Beauty and the Beast that cast me as LeFou.
3: Well, in Scapino, I would cast you as Scapino.
1: Thanks. <laughs> what are some, what some what? advice that you guys have?
0: <laughs> well, my advice to any emerging artist would be to invest in a good Patagonia jacket, because it gets quite cold in the multi-purpose room <laughs> where you're going to be performing your plays.
3: my advice to any new student or old is one piece of advice I learned from one of the best theater people out there his name Randy O'Don and he was my original teacher when I was just a girl in high school and he taught me this phrase that is very very helpful and it is theater is merely the yatcha
0: And I agree with you. (laughs) I think that that's fantastic advice. I think that theater teaching is all about controlling the space, opening up the door, and telling these kids that the stage is just around the corner. And when in doubt, go on a tangent. I think that we, I would love to know from each of you, because I know we know the most powerful tool in the theater teacher's arsenal is the tangent. Mm. Now, what mm. makes a good tangent? Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah, this is a great question. Yeah, I, every one of my favorite theater teachers went off on tangents that I didn't realize were actually lessons until they were happening to me. That's kind of the thing about a mm. tangent. That right? sounds like a good thing it to do. It wraps you. around.
2: Yeah, it wraps you and hurls you and it throws you down. <laughs> exactly. Spiritual
1: boomerang. Knock you off your bridges. Knocks me right off my bridge. I the bridge. Yeah, I I think one of my favorite tangents is you know usually um, the dress rehearsal before opening night when mm. we do a musical. Oh yes. I like to give a big speech, obviously.
0: Oh, a speech is
1: the biggest of the tangents. Well, it's part. Yeah, that's not that's not exactly what I was saying within the speech. I like to kind of go off on a tangent. And I like to focus in on I like to focus in on the sweatiest cast member. Mm. And I go, wow, dude, you're freaking soaked. And everyone kind of laughs and breaks it up. And (laughs) and I say, what happened? Like, do you have a medical? I kind of go in on him or her or them. And I just rail them. For whatever, you know, for a little bit and then I go, I'm sorry. Did you guys earn laughing at this? Like when they start laughing. And I say, Did you guys earn laughing at this? I have
2: used this. This is a beautiful agency.
1: I say because guys, like that's what you should be looking like at the end of this show. That's you guys should be sweaty as pigs. Because you guys should be working as hard. All oh, the students sweaty as a pig? No, I said them they should be sweaty as a pig. Mm. Because they, did it. they need to be working hard. Then and, and, and it always kind of, you know, you know you do good as a theater teacher when, boom, we're silent. You know, we were laughing mm. and now we're silent.
2: Boom, gobsmacked, that gone. That is yeah. a beautiful.
1: Yes,
0: yes, the silence yeah. is a powerful tool. Mm. Because I will say when I am speaking, as I say, the theater door is always open. So I don't try to get... Attention when it is not given to me. But if you use a tangent that is so deeply personal and so over, some would say, that theater line, that is when you get the silence in the room. And that is when you get the attention.
3: The boys love when I talk about my trip to Costa Rica in 1984 yes oh the times we had me and my girlfriends in costa rica drinking it up and having a ball sleeping with whoever we could get our mitts on and the
0: boys mm, just go wild models. like dogs because they're not they're so sexually mm. uncomfortable and so to speak oh, they're of so your uncomfy. Exploits, they're uncomfy to
2: speak they of your like
3: exploits. They go wild like a scared dogs what well, I why, but
0: it's important as a theater teacher to bring up
2: your exploits mm.
3: your life that you've lived because oh
2: experience. my god I do that I think every show opening I do that yeah. I gather them together and I'm like alright we did it we I said my work stops here mm. I say this is your show now I say pass it off I, I I can't do it now it's yours so what will you do with it right It's yours, my hands are off. And then I always... And every time, it looks like they don't know it's coming, but I do it every time. I go, I used to know Anthony Hopkins.
1: Every time you do that? I do it every time. Did you, you knew him?
2: Yeah, I met him. He was sleeping with my college roommate. What year? What year? And I saw him, like, come in. When did this happen? (laughs) It happened a while back, a long time ago. A, a, A Southern girl never reveals her h so i i remember he came in and out a couple times and he was a focus actor and though he was banging and swanging my roommate i didn't the kids don't have to know that so i say i worked with anthony hopkins in theater school and i said he had ownership of the space and i said will you have ownership tonight And let me tell you, whatever I go on that day about what me and Anthony Hopkins did, I mean, I make it up every fucking time. I make it up, make it up. And I see their little eyes just get this fog. And then I go, go.
0: Mm. It's wonderful to name drop. I love name dropping all the many famous alumni who've come through Eagle Rock High School. Who are they? Such
2: a good tool.
0: I'm glad you asked. Councilwoman Nithya Rahman. <laughs> tech mogul Martin Shkreli. Did you teach these people geometry? I taught them everything they know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and this has been Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists, answering the question, now that's why they call it show business. Good night.
2: I can hear you in the wings.
1: Hi, I'm Angela Geritano. I'm Jeremy Culhane. I'm Patrick McDonald. And
0: I'm Kylie Brakeman. Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists is an improvised Hollywood Roundtable podcast available on iTunes and Spotify.
1: You can follow
3: us at a o a o a o a pod on Twitter and Instagram. That's right, four A's with three O's in between, then POD. Music for this week's episode was provided by Gabriel Ponton
0: stars. They're just like us. And if you like this episode, you can give us five of them by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. That's all for now. Good night, Hollywood.